And the show started. <coughs> oh fuck! Excuse me. Welcome. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Welcome back. Was, it's usually a cough. This time it was different. That was gross. I I cannot do that on hand or on cue. So that was an accident. Excuse me, everybody. That, all right. Well, you know, now we're back in the good graces of our listeners. I think. Why is that? Because he apologized. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The apology, that did help. Um, okay, great, Pat. I don't know if you wanted to bring it up, but remember how last week when I said what was going on and you said nothing and you were mad at me for asking, and then right after that's not you what told I said. us, I said I don't really know. Yeah, and then like right after the show ended, you said you were playing. Doesn't music. mean nothing. That just meant I was confused at the time because I didn't think about it. <laughs> okay, but then but then right after you said you were playing music, do you want to talk about that or no? Uh, well, I mean, it's not that serious right now, but uh, the little background story is I had a friend. I talked about this on the show before. I had a friend in middle school. He moved away, and I used to walk like it, it had to be like at least two miles because he lived in Chicago Ridge. I lived in Oakland. Uh, I used to walk with a guitar on my back. It's amazing that I never got robbed by somebody coming off 294 or something, but... <laughs> We used to jam every weekend. We used to play guitar, the both of us. And he's more of a piano singer now, and I play guitar. So we're just sort of learning some songs and seeing what happens with it. But uh, we reconnected at the Guns N' Roses show in Milwaukee, so it's that person. Fun. Uh, did you randomly see him there, or did you go no. with him? Um, we drove from Chicago to Milwaukee. Oh, gotcha. Asked me if I okay, wanted to go. Okay. Remember this whole thing? I don't know if you were on the sh- you weren't on the show that time. Okay. I know I know what you're talking about, though, Pat. I got the free ticket and the second row seat. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So that's yeah, Pat. That's a very classic image. The walking down. Did you strap it like you strapped it on your back? So the stri- like it's very classic. The guitar like bag is kind movie. of like a book bag, Jared. Oh, more like that. Okay. Yeah, not like the not the Johnny Cash style. Yeah, I'm picturing the Johnny Cash, you know, acoustic guitar like across the back case, kind of like a cross string, a cross back case. Like every oh, would wear I, a satchel. I don't even do cross bag, um, like workout bags anymore, just because I couldn't stand them. It would always <laughs> yeah. be like just like bouncing off my leg. Yes, yes. I was yeah, I was just picturing like every third uh, rock cover or like you know soft rock cover is just like this guy walking down a road with the acoustic guitar in his back 
That's what I was picturing you doing. It was not acoustic. It was uh, my first electric guitar, which I was stoked. Okay, so I was told, there. like I said, there's a number of reasons Guns N' Roses is my favorite band. I was told if I could play a certain song by Guns N' Roses by my dad, who's not even that big of a rock guy, um, I could upgrade from acoustic to electric because he would have to deal with the noise. Yes, yes. So <laughs> I spent hours and lessons learning that song and so one day we went to guitar center to sort of figure out he told me if i kept practicing we would get it and then he surprised me that day and he ended up buying it so this nice. is a song it was a, a black ibanez i completely wrecked that guitar i tried putting um different pickups on it one time i found out you had to um solder i had no idea how to do that yeah, for the equipment. Yes. Need, so yeah. i just basically disconnected half of my pickups and then <laughs> I, I was so young i put a fucking under armor sticker on my guitar which makes no sense it has nothing to do with music <laughs> axe body spray and under armor sticker no it wasn't axe body i know, yeah, I, know. Under armor. I, I would definitely respect an axe body spray sticker though yeah Maybe in 2005 or six, whenever it was. I still buy Axe uh, body wash from time to time. And the I still body wash isn't bad. It, oh. It's the deodorant spray that it's people the, exactly. associate it's, it's, it with. It's the yeah. spray. It's the spray that's bad. Yeah. So anyway, that's the story about that. Uh, doing a couple Christmas songs that we're going to rehearse the next couple weeks. Nice. Just sort of have fun with it. There might be some social media. I don't know. We'll see how it sounds on a phone. Yes. You know, we don't really have equipment or anything like that. Yeah. I do have a iPhone 13 Pro Max that I could um, record you guys on. Hi, society. Wow. That is quite the... I just wanted to really drop that. <laughs> it, has, that. Um, it has three cameras on the front. So, I mean, no big, no big deal or anything. But, uh, yeah, it is huge. Nice. Well, thank you for the offer. It will be deeply considered. Nice. Um, was there something else, Pat, what's been going on that you wanted to talk about, or was that? Well, I mean, so I was thinking about this before the show, and I actually, <laughs> stupidest thing ever, I Googled good podcast material. <laughs> and <laughs> oh. The, you, the whole first page of Google is just like things you could buy to make a podcast, like yeah. a microphone, a stand. I said material, not materials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Then I looked up topics, and it just wasn't really my cup of tea. Everybody's talking about like all this negative stuff in the world right now. But yeah. what's been going on with me? Um, I went to the football game on Sunday. Yeah. Um, did not go well. No, that did not go well. The Bears nope. game against Baltimore. Um, yes, and so there was a couple things that like really caught my surprise i guess you can say is i couldn't believe there was the fire coach chance and how loud it was okay. i'm not a coach no. yeah because i could hear it on tv but you never know like sometimes somebody could just be yelling that wherever the microphone is you know like so you don't I, know how loud it yeah, actually is. yeah i'm but... in a soundproof room and i could hear it pretty wow clearly. it was loud <laughs> and so <laughs> that was interesting because i never really seen that in person or really on television before that I could think of. Yes. So um, then the other thing was um, my current uh, 
to call him. My current teammate who does the spotting that you did that one time, Jared. Yeah. Uh, he usually picks me up because I don't have a car and stuff like that. And getting out of the stadium has been so bad this year. I don't know if it was just because there was a year off with COVID and fans and whatever. Yeah. But they put us in a new lot. And they basically send us miles north before we can make a U-turn, which oh, is probably not even legal. Yeah. And head back south to Bridgeport, where I live. And so it was kind of nice at the time. And I said, hey, look, bro, you know, just go home. You know, when it's colder outside or whatever, you know, I hope you'll still give me a ride. But just go home. <laughs> yeah. And um, <sighs> I had some other things on my mind that just kind of – I like walking to, like, sort of distress and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But walking out of that stadium is a freaking nightmare <laughs> like i've had to do it for concerts yeah. i had to do it for football games and so what i decided i was going to do this time which caught me by surprise is i was going to try my very best to just avoid people i was going to take a different route where there was no people walking i don't know where it leads or where it goes but i'm just going to do that so <laughs> little did i know that took me all the way through mccormick place and then <laughs> like Lakeshore Drive yeah. keeps going. You can't cross Lakeshore Drive at certain points. Like you just can't. Oh do yeah, it. no. There's, be, like, huge, risking there's your life. huge stretches where there's <laughs> there's no pass to get under to get underneath it. Yeah. So I live right off. Well, I won't say the exact street, but the biggest busiest street is 26th Street. And it took me all the way to 31st, all the way east, and so it was basically like an hour and 15 minute walk home. Oh, God. And it started getting windy. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sun started going down, and yeah, I did not. Man, I am not doing that again. Yeah. But, uh, the... <laughs> Lesson learned. Lesson learned. But team plays on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. I love watching football. I love when the Bears play in Detroit. But um, I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy it this year. I honestly have no idea. Yeah, not I mean as... the Lions suck too. So yeah, well the Bills are getting up there. They're six and oh, the Bills suck. Or... Bills officially yeah. suck. We're done. I'm I'm sorry, Papa, but I will be putting one in my. They butt. brought in the Nickelodeon MVP. They're Josh the MVP. Allen? Yeah, Josh no. Allen's the MVP. MVP, not MVP. Yeah, Josh Allen's the MVP. No, he's not. He's the reigning MVP. Yes, Nickelodeon it's... valuable player. Jared, can so, you give him a ruling? Yeah, okay. Here's Look the ruling up. on it. I, I it have checked into this Nickelodeon thing more recently. Nickelodeon does, like, now a weekly show. Ah, um, jeez. Oh, yeah, they bitch. started doing it, like, okay. weekly. And I watched one, and Josh Allen did win it. It was the uh, – I the last one I watched was the defensive player for the Jaguars. Josh Allen won the MVP. Um, but they have a new one every week. That was the one I looked like a couple of weeks ago. I just happened to flip it on and I just, I thought that was a one-time thing or like maybe once a year. I get what they're, what the NFL is trying to do is they're basically trying to get younger kids involved, uh, with, you know, have them become fans even earlier maybe than they would, or maybe if they don't get it at all or bored with it, this is like a super kid-like version of, you know, the NFL, Nickelodeon's version of the NFL. But it's like yeah, nobody I, gets head trauma. I watch their little. Well, no, it's the normal thing. They're just talking. It's like instead of Sports Center, it's you know Nickelodeon doing it, their version of Sports Center, and it's basically one adult and one kid, and you know they'll do like fantasy lineups against each other and stuff like that, and then they'll make their do their MVP and 
it's uh <laughs> it was it was a little bit disturbing to watch but also i got it um it was just like i realized as i'm watching it's like this oh yeah this is not for me why am i watching this i'm too old to be watching this <laughs> so well, yeah that's the other thing i don't know yeah i I have YouTube TV, and the last thing I would probably put on if they even have it is Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah I don't blame. Like, we for talked that. about watching those like childhood shows, how it's just not relevant anymore. Like, not yeah. entertaining. And it's a good thing. That's a good thing. If if you were super into it, I would have concerns. I think. At this age, yes. Yes, at this age, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of age, I was thinking about when do you start saying. Instead of like I'm, you know, thirty years old. When you start saying I'm thirty years young, mm. uh, when you feel offended when people ask you your age, yeah, I, yes. say, I like that. I'd say mid fifties. Yeah, yeah, it's it's based... that's when you you tweak a knee, you're out for a month. So you can't bounce so back. My favorite thing to do, and it always gets a laugh. You can only do it to somebody once, but. It was done to me once, so I didn't even come up to with this whole thing. So I like to say, happy sweet 16, hope you get a car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. But you can't do that every year to the same person. So it has to be like somebody's like, you know, 21st birthday or 30th birthday or whatever. As long as they get the reference, you know. <laughs> Six, well, yeah. you have to be 18 to drive now, right? Do you? There's no way. Jared. I have no idea. I don't. I, I haven't heard that. But I also don't know many people that are around the driving age, so uh, that's not really my crowd. Oh, I know. Let me call a couple of my my pals. Yeah, well, Stephen call some of his friends. See if they're Maybe driving. Maybe it yet. was like something that was pending and it didn't go through. Uh, but I remember it being like on the news when I was at home one time, like years ago. I can see um, it. I know you have to be 21 to buy tobacco now. You used to yeah. be 18. Yeah, well, I'll look it up right now. Uh, I mean, that's probably good. Uh, dude, it's it's still sixteen. I, I told you a story about when I was in seventh grade. We had to run the mile, and there was a kid smoking a cigarette running the mile. If there's a way, they're gonna find it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like some nerds won't be able to. Yeah, the nerds that don't even have any cool older friends. Yeah, exactly. So. Pat, I think you're at a good point, though, with what you're saying. If basically at the age that you feel offended for being old, uh, then that's the time when, when you start saying years young. And to Paul's point, it's probably somewhere in the 50s or 60s. I don't think I would ever say years young. I, I, I would never say, say that either. either. But, <laughs> I would, yeah. But I just heard it the other day. I was just like, let's. But they always say it with like, he's, you know, it's like some 80 year old guy that's played some sport. And he's like, look at this. He's 80 years young and he's sprinting with college age kids. You know, some stupid <laughs> my, video that pops up. My grandfather <laughs> told me that he was 89 years young. I might fall over and die. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, you mean old. You're old as shit. <laughs> Why don't you go eat some dirt, Grandpa? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, well, you guys didn't have to go that dark. I'm yeah. not your grandpa specifically. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, some dickhead grandpa. Yeah. I feel like a little boy who's lost his first tooth, put it under his pillow waiting for the tooth fairy to come. Only two evil burglars have crept in my window 
and snatched it before she could get here. Okay. A fato dos... Wait a second. Do you understand the concept of the Tooth Fairy? Steed, was there something you want to get to? Yeah, I want to get to um, Toad News. Toad News? Yeah, Toad News. Um, this is uh, shocking news in the Toad world um, and the boxing world. Uh, Mike Tyson apparently smokes Toad Venom three times daily. <laughs> toad Venom? Uh, like poisonous yeah, toads? Yeah, so it's, it's hallucinogenic Toad Venom. Okay. Um, and it, he says it changed his life for the better. Wow. Yes. Um, he's seen that life and death is beautiful. Uh, and death has a bad rap. But you know he's he's up on death now. He's he's ready. He's he pro death. He's not so scared of it. Okay. Um, he says he's done it fifty three times. Which uh, I'm no expert on hallucinogenic drugs, but that seems like a lot. Yeah. Are we talking about like poisonous frogs? Like I don't know where the term venom comes in. It is toxic, but I guess if you smoke it, you just hallucinate. Like. Hmm. Crazy. Um, but he says he's a different person. Oh, now, good. And he's, he's better. Uh, he says, this is a quote, the toad's, <laughs> the toad's whole purpose is to reach your highest potential. Mm. I look at the world differently. We're all the same. Everything is love. Okay. Uh, he loves it so much he is building a Sonoran Desert Toad nursery on his property. That's interesting. See, so he's, he's going to start breeding these super toads. I always pictured uh, Mike Tyson as more of a Bowser guy, but it is interesting that he would choose Toad. I, I also yeah. will say that I am one degree of separation away, or two degrees, I guess it would be, from, from Mike Tyson. One degree would mean I know him. Uh, but I do have I, I have somebody's phone number in my phone who sees Mike Tyson all the time. Really? Yes. Does he get him on toads? Like, what's the toad deal? I don't know. I uh, I'm curious to see this thing. I, I'm curious. I could. I've not talked to him in maybe two years. Uh, but a guy named Mickey Gooch Jr. He posts pictures of Mike Tyson all the time. He's involved with his fighting stuff now. His like newer fighting stuff is like Jake Paul type fighting yeah, thing that he he's doing that now. other old guy. Yes, where yeah, the old guys fight each other, and then they get hurt and then smoke the toad venom. Uh, yeah, I just wanted I just wanted to name drop a little bit. It wasn't even that great of a name drop, but uh, I just I mean, that's cool. But if he did toad venom with the guy, it would be a lot cooler. You should text him. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good point. I'm just gonna text toad venom question mark. So I know I seafood's my favorite food, but I generally avoid like things that actually happen in the water, including toads. Um, <laughs> I've been caught in a shark trap in um, what's that called? The Gulf of Mexico. You've been one caught time. in one? Yeah, like I stepped in it. I didn't know they had traps for. Yeah, what what is a shark trap like? It's just like a net. Oh, it just... might not have been a shark big enough for a shark. Well, it said clearly on the beach, don't go in the water, but yet I went in the water. Mm, and okay. About waist deep, I stepped in something that got my foot caught for a little bit. Uh, um, so that happened in the water. 
Uh, I'll get to the toad thing later, but, um, oh my God, what is it called? I forget what I got. Swimmer's itch. Do you guys know what swimmer's itch is? No. No. I know what jock itch is. I mean, it's kind of similar if you're in a lake. Basically, (laughs) I just (laughs) went in the wrong spot in a lake one time, and I had all these, like, red, like, measle-looking things, like, all the way up to where I was covered in the water. Oh. So that was not fun. And then one time, I was at Lake Somerset, Illinois. Uh, There's a campground, and there's a pond in the campground, and I picked up a toad because that's something, you know, stupid kids do at the time. Yeah. Another rash. No idea. Weird. Ooh. So, just avoid. The last thing I can think of is um, just recently when I was in Miami, when I jumped in the water, we were on a four-hour boat trip. I'm like, when are we supposed to pee? And when we were yeah. in the water, one of our friends said, "Right now," and I'm like, "That's disgusting." <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "It's a general understanding." Yeah. Just av- just avoid going in big bodies of water. Is so you're my saying- opinion. You could be on a boat or a, you could be a jetty boy or whatever you yeah. want to do, but you should try and stay out of the water. And also don't smoke toads. Yes. Or the polar plunge, you know, don't freeze your ass off. Yeah. Uh, the the ocean is scary just because you never know what's in there. You can't see that deep in. I've been stung by stingrays, as I've talked about on the show. I've, I'm a survivor. And, uh, you are a stingray survivor, yeah. Yeah. Wait, did somebody pee on you? I don't remember. He pissed on himself, I think, if I remember right. Then all his bros um, pissed on him. Yeah, then I oh, had no, a circle of five bros around him. me pissing on my foot. And his, his dad peed on him, I think. No, 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 no. No, he did not. He watched. Yeah, he watched you <laughs> pee on yourself. That's right. I just remember the lifeguard fainting, not from the stingray sting, but the size of your penis. Um, <laughs> my penis was he not. He said... You say, God damn, I can't, I can't. And then he just. Yeah, that's, I mean, there was a lot of uh, embellishing in in that story, but uh, part of that is true. So. uh, And it's not the stingray part. Thank you. Yeah, not the stingray (laughs) part. Uh, I did go to, uh, we were talking about sports earlier. I went to the uh, Marquette game the other night on like a weeknight. And I drove up with my friend who went to U of I. And. He uh, was a bit – Marquette was playing U of I at a basketball game. And one thing is that uh, you can bring people to different events and the outcome of the game can affect how you view that experience a lot, right? Like if you go to a game and it's a blowout, you're not going to remember like, oh, it was a fun time going to this game. Uh, well, you might remember it was fun, but you won't remember the game at all. Yeah, ex- yeah, that's true. That's true. But it also just like if there's low energy in the stadium – you're not going to think as highly of it as if it's like a high energy place. Right. I mean, like yeah. blowout type of thing. Uh, but please clap. I go to this Marquette game and first of all, they have this, I'm just gonna do a real quick thing on how stupid the Pfizer forums, they play where the bucks play, how stupid their ordering system is for food. Uh, oh God. They, so they is have all these things only? that are all up, like all these different local restaurants that have like little concession stands there. And I was like, I want a local burger. I'll go like a Sobelman's burger from, you know, I want one of those. So I'm walking around and I see a Chick-fil-A there. So I see Chick-fil-A and the Chick-fil-A line, if I would have gone there before halftime, I would not have gotten the food before the game was over. Like it was the longest concession line I've ever seen in my life. So I'm like, I'll get a burger. I'm going, I go down because I knew the burger place is downstairs. I go downstairs. There's no way to order. They want you to order on your phone for some reason. Like they don't like. (laughs) That's, That's common, Jared. That's 
that's common. Yeah, but not. I agree that that is a lot of times how an option. This one had zero option to other yeah, than mobile. Yeah, it's order. because of COVID. I'm telling you from experience. That's yeah, what's well, going on right now. I have been to a few stadiums since COVID, and I this is my first time experience where it was the only option. So was it in Florida? No, this is Milwaukee. Yeah, I know, but the stadiums you ordered food at was in Florida, right? Nope. I, I mean, the, the Wrigley Field didn't have that when I went there. Uh, the well, the yeah, one in Florida, all, yeah, did not have that as well. But I'm, but it, the point here's the point though, um, that didn't it, they didn't say that anywhere. Like they didn't have any explanation that how this system worked, and I'll and I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, it was but, probably a public service announcement before you walked in the stadium. That's what it might have been. But here's the deal: is that. <laughs> The, these individual places were all serving the exact same food. So like the burger place served a burger and chicken tenders and, you know, like cheese curds. And that's what literally every single place in there, regardless of the name of the concession place was. So I went downstairs to try to use the menu to order at this burger place. And I'm sitting there for like 15 minutes before some, you know, I'm like, why, why can't I order the stuff on this menu? And she's like, oh, all the places are the same. And then so you then they'll only let you order in the one section of where you're seating. So anyway, by the time this was over, I wasted probably 30, 45 minutes before I got my food because this system that they didn't have like signs up to explain this. Again, they might have done some announcement when I showed up, but it was not obvious, Pat, to like the normal person. Um, Jay, I think that you got to start describing yourself as you're 30 years young because yes. you can't figure out how to work uh mobile order food ordering app why why is the chicken tenders place if somebody was there's a place that like a, a fried chicken place that's serving burgers and cheese curds the same as the burger place next to it like it's it had you know some... why you know why diversity <laughs> no that's the opposite you gotta of diversity diversify your business okay you gotta, you, what are you only gonna sell chicken this ain't Vegas. Yeah. You can't just sell chicken so, spears. Yeah. The, okay. Fat <laughs> people. Where I was going where I was going to this whole thing. I went to this game and uh my friend was talking up the whole time about how good U of I was, they're ranked. It was very fun at the last second Marquette won and the place erupted. It was very fun to see your friend that you brought up to his first Marquette game when his team is projected to win and should have won, realistically, uh when they lose. And then you get to, you know, brag about it the whole time on the way home. I did enjoy yeah. that. Watching people, other people be sad is, yes. is fun. That's That was where I was going with that. It's our lawyer face. He's part. He's our lawyer for the show. So, suck it face. It is Shamrock, riding dirty. I won't say that. I think it's been a big help. What's your problem, Jared? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do. I do he's gotten us, <laughs> he got us out of a lot of jams. Yeah, that's a for lot sure. of jams we get out of because of him. Um, all right, what's something else you guys would get to? Uh, I've been eating a lot of crab cakes lately. Crab what? cakes? That is wild. What is I, that, Pat? I'm not even exaggerating. What? Why is that wild? You just eat crab cakes like you're a millionaire? Where do you get crab cakes? Lawrence. Uh, it's right off Cermak and Canal. So it's not too far from me. So Is it a grocery store or a restaurant? No, it's a restaurant. Oh, like takeout crab cakes. Takeout, delivery. You know, whatever kind of mood. There's more now. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't even going to bring this up. I should probably bring this up after the story. <clears throat> but um, I found out, this is just a tip to all you listeners out there. Um, I only had two crab cakes left because I was full and I saved them for breakfast the next day. Don't eat them cold. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> good tip. Not a good, good idea. Good life hack. It was but... too much work to put it in the microwave, apparently. Yeah. So I took a bite and I was like, okay, extra cocktail sauce. All right. Yeah. But not good. I actually had a very bad uh, food delivery story. Um. <laughs> so I used to work in the food industry. Okay. Yeah. And I know what it's like to have like customers complain about bullshit and. All this stuff, and it's like something you, if it's not your fault, you really just don't need, you know, because you're sweating, and yeah, it's like the fifth customer who's complained about their food today. Yeah. I saw it's it like, shut up, all the time, move on. You know? Saw it when I worked at a pizza parlor, not fun. So, but, um, I get breakfast on weekends, and this time I had it delivered. And so it's a place I've gone to many times. It's the closest breakfast place to me. So I've gone in and sat down and eaten there before. Um, so anyway, I order a country Benedict. Have we talked about that on the show yet? I know what eggs Benedict is. It's just like I know. A, yeah. Is it, so it's so it's basically it's ba- no no no. It's basically eggs Benedict on top of biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. That sounds good. It's very good. And the place makes it really good. But I got it delivered this time. And I opened my box. And there's like a French toast sandwich with a sausage in the middle of it. And it has bites taken out of it. <laughs> and then <laughs> with, with bites you, get a side of, you get a side of like shredded hash browns. And there was like ketchup in it. And it was all moved around. Oh, my God. So I called him back. And I was like, you know. What happened here? I told him what I just told you guys. <laughs> this, uh, she must have been cashier. She was like, I, it must have been the driver. It's only me and the cook here. There's no way that could have happened. <laughs> so I called the driver and I was like, look, man, did you fuck with my food? <laughs> <laughs> he got super defensive. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, you need to talk to the restaurant. And in my head, I was like, at first I was like, dude, I'm not going to report you. Just tell me, did you fuck with my food? Yeah. Because I was so mad. And then I kind of realized at some point, like, well, it wasn't even the correct order. So this had yes. to be the restaurant. It had to yeah. be the restaurant. Yeah. That I, I didn't have just an extra French toast lying around yeah, to yeah, switch just, it out with. <laughs> eats half your food and puts random so, <laughs> somebody else's French toast in there. <laughs> so I called the restaurant back. Like, now I'm really pissed and I make my point. Like, not only was this thing clearly touched, but it's not even the right order. So to say it's the driver is kind of like, yeah, I'm sort of leaning towards you guys right now. So they're like, well, we'll resend it for you and refund your order. And I was like, okay. So they sent me a new meal. It's not even the correct meal. Oh, my God. I'm like, like, whatever. I just hope this wasn't spit in because I'm starving right now. Yes. And that was the end of that. Hopefully they don't recognize my voice. I will go eat there in person again. But delivery <laughs> <laughs> contacted to my, you know, phone number or whatever. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. And yeah, they're going to have you uh, on the wall. Yeah, do not serve, <laughs> do not serve this I'm man. Do not deliver to this yeah. man. <laughs> uh, that is the tough thing with a restaurant. Like one bad experience like that can ruin you from from going to it. Like right, you could have the you can have great food ten times going to it, and one really bad experience. You're like, all right, I'm done with that place. 
Yeah, and I was kind of feeling that way, but like I said, if I go in person and they take cash yeah. or whatever, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that it can happen. It can happen like that. Uh, Pat, the one thing with crab cakes, I think I might have talked about in the show, I think that is crab cakes are something that I've kind of stopped ordering unless I know a place is really good at making crab cakes because it is the biggest hit or miss thing for me. And like, I've had so many just shitty crab cakes uh, that it's not worth me ordering them most of the time. Like, very rarely do I, like, really enjoy them. They're, they're just sometimes yeah. bad crab, a lot of filler. Just there's a lot of reasons they can be bad. So I guess you found a good one. You're sticking to it. Yeah, I really like Lawrence's a lot because it's actually cheap. You get, like, 10 pieces, and after delivery and tip, it's only, like, $13. So it's not even that bad. Um, probably the best crab cake I ever had was a crab. You remember when Mike James made us post on Instagram every day for a week? Yes. Okay, so one of my posts was a crab cake BLT, and it was awesome. Interesting. Yes. I was at the office, so it was like some place like, like River North or the Loop or something. I yeah. Forget, but it was really expensive. Yeah. The money truck, baby. Okay. Nice. Thank you, Pat. Okay, uh, I'm doing a quick Billy Bob Thornton movie review. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton, and do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense, because uh, what's like this, you can say three but not four. You know? <laughs> it's funny, because I mean, you know, we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and, like, mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and, you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino. So, uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before ni- uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut lower. the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five, and shrunk him down for the f- movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God oh. damn it. I mean, seriously, what is he dwarf? Of course he's that f- short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on f- acid? Billy, oh. Billy Bob. Billy, okay. Billy Bob. From 1992, guys. Great year for Steed. Pat, reborn in 92? You're 91, right? 91. 91. Yeah, yeah. I, was in, I was born in that Steed's year. Steed's 92. Great year for Earth. Great year for Earth. Uh, one False Move from 1992. Critically acclaimed. Have I seen this? I don't think so. Uh, but I'll describe it and you can tell me if you have. It's one of the first, I think it's Billy Bob Thornton's first writing credit on a movie. Yes, it is. It is. So, it's, yeah, it's the first movie uh, he wrote, 1992. This is starring Bill Paxson. He's been in a lot of movies with Bill Paxson. And it's also star, uh, starring Cinda Williams. Cinda Williams, not somebody I'm familiar with, but looking that up, they were she was actually married to Billy Bob Thornton, I think, for like two years. So he did the casting for this movie. He casted Cinda Williams, and then later they got married. Aw. So little bit and they do and they're dating in the movie that is the thing so basically the storyline is billy bob thornton is a bad guy uh he is like a drug dealer the movie starts off with him using his girlfriend to break into some other drug dealer's place to like basically kill him and then he's kind of on the run the whole movie they're trying to you know rob some other people type of thing bill paxson is dale hurricane dixon and Mm -hmm. he is a cop uh, with the help of some other Los Angeles cops, like some investigators that are in the area, they are trying to find Billy Bob Thornton and the girl and their partner, this guy named Pluto. 
they know the gang. They know the gang, which is played by Thorne, is going to come into the small town and they're going to track him down and kill him. So here's they're going to kill him. They're not going to arrest him. Well, the, what kind of town is here's, this? Okay, yes, the answer is yes. They should arrest him, but it seemed to me that the whole plan for this whole thing for Bill Paxton was to end up killing this guy. Like <laughs> yeah, we're going to shoot him. Get like out of my yeah, I, I will tell you, there's a point in the movie where like he sets up a trap for Leo by Thornton and he literally like does it by himself and he points at he like he has a gun like ready to point at them, which you would probably do either way, but like it's it's very clear he's not looking for a, you know, arrest. Like he would have called back up, he would have had like cuffs ready and stuff like that. That did not seem to yeah. be the case. Uh so huh. anyway, one false move. It is uh it actually had some some pretty good reviews and stuff like that as I was looking at it. Uh, this, I think Gene, this did win an MTV Movie Award. Yeah, Gene Siskel gave it his favorite movie of two, uh, 1992, uh, which is a little wild. I I would say that I, I didn't... It's not bad, but I mean, like, it's not a great movie by any means. It's, it's fairly forgettable. I think maybe, maybe they just made a lot of better versions of this type of movie since. Billy Bob Thornton does play a pretty good bad guy, I will say. He is convincing and, and definitely a douche throughout the whole thing. I still am going to give it a middle tier, though, for me. Middle tier Billy Bob Thornton movie for me. It's it's okay, but there's there's a lot of movies like it, and I think they've done better. I didn't really get where all the, you know, why people loved it so much. I thought, again, good, just not. It's definitely better than I thought it was going to be just when I saw the cover in the first, like, five minutes. Uh, but middle tier for me. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? All right, baby. We did Billy B. Now we're going to Tanzania. Oh, classic. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh. <laughs> the fuck? The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists claim that new patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. That was a good rhyme. That was a sick rhyme. Great rhymes. All right. What do Elon Musk and Tanzania have in common? Ooh. Uh, Flamethrowers. He nope. is Close. from South Africa. It's all nope. Africa. Okay. Uh, I guess technically they both got a lot of nickel. Okay. Tanzania is trying to secure funding for a $950 million mine and $350 million refinery that would uh, get nickel out of the earth. Um, why is this? What does this have to do with Elon Musk, you ask? Yeah. Nickel is used to make stainless steel, uh, which is a key component in lithium ion batteries, okay. which Elon Musk needs to make teslas yes uh and they specifically said we are very pleased to start delivering to mr musk so i know we talked uh, a few weeks ago about vegetable oil yes also um i believe pecans cashews or cashews. Some, cashews yes the cashew they have solidified they 
we, the U.S. bought all their cashews. Yes. Should they move away from nickel and stick with the cashews and sunflower oil, or do you think they're ready to move into, you know, this big money nickel stuff? Good question. I think that uh, I don't know what kind of damage nickel mining does to a to a, a land. It can't right? be good. It can't be good. But some of them are more invasive than others, right? I mean, you know, there's ways to do coal mining where it's worse. And there's like, sometimes they do those, uh, you see, with just, they shear off like the top of the mountain sometimes for the coal mining. Really? Oh, yeah. You, there's certain spots. Like a big chainsaw? No, no, no. They've used big machines and stuff like that. But there'll be parts that literally just like shave off a huge, like the whole, this whole section of the mountain's gone for whatever type of mining they're doing. Now, that's not always the case. Sometimes they do it, you know, like old school ways with the tunnels. and these. There's a bunch of different ways to do things. Like they talk about how dangerous fracking is like to the area, right? Like fracking's bad. Uh, yeah, sure. I don't, I, I'm curious what kind of mining, like what kind of damage the mining would do. What kind of the conditions are. Because I can't imagine cashew conditions are that bad for workers. You know, I'm sure it's not great, but I'm sure it's not yeah, like being stuck in mining, a mine. mining, you can get bad. Yeah. Uh, so. It does say, this is a quote from... Some guy named Kabanga. He says the world needs clean nickel. Yes. And we're not going to be the only solution, but we are the next fast growing project. He said specifically clean nickel, not okay. just nickel, clean nickel. Yeah, no, I'm good with clean nickel. And if you've got somebody that's looking for the product, I mean, like cashews, here's the deal. If I, like, I, I get, and I need, if somebody was like, you can't have cashews the rest of your life, I think I'm going to get over that. Uh, where. Not nickel. Not nickel, though. I think nickel, if it's used to make stainless steel that's used in a lot of things, it would be difficult. It would be more difficult. My life would be more altered by a lack of nickel than a lack of cashews. Yeah, I mean, if this plant gets going, we might see a lot more electric cars going out. They could get 50,000 tons of nickel cathodes every year. And, you know, a little bit of copper and cobalt. Oh. Yeah. And guess what? This is going to be going by 2024. It's quick. Ooh, fast moving over Just there. Just give them a billion dollars. Give them one billion dollars, and need. then they'll get you the nickel. Yeah. No, it, you know, mining is a fairly basic level, you know, economic industry to have. Uh, so you'd prefer to see, like, oh, they're going to be huge in the tech, you know, tech area, opposed to, like, yeah. Tanzania is the next Silicon Valley, rather than, like, a mining community. But it's still... You know, any sort of money you're bringing into the area, as long as they're using it properly, could be helping the country. Yeah. And I, I got the numbers. I crunched them. Okay. Um, just let me do a little calculation here. Okay. Please. Um, I mean, it's tough because these numbers are so huge. So this would make, uh, if the current nickel price of 19980 United States dollars per ton holds, and they make 50,000 tons of nickel... And we're not even counting the copper and cobalt. You're making $999 million every year. That's in two years. Guess what? You got your investment back, baby. Perfect. I'm going to invest in Kabanga. There you go. Yeah. Boom, baby. You're first. Boom, baby. <laughs> invest in Kabanga. Invest in Kabanga. Hashtag invest in Kabanga. All right. It's just like instead of steep science, this is steep business, right? Steep business, yeah. baby. You need a nickel mine. If you don't have a nickel mine, what are you doing? Exactly. People aren't talking about it enough. 
People yeah. talk about Bitcoin miners. You don't need a Bitcoin miner. You need a couple dudes in Tanzania just running the running the mine for you. Yes. Uh, okay. I uh, I have one more thing I want to get to. Unless you guys got something you want to get to. Go for it. Okay. I uh, recently auditioned for audition for a show, and by audition for a show, I mean I sent in a video to audition for a show, okay. and. Why did I do this specific coach? show? It's the show Nailed It on Netflix. Have you heard of the show? No. No, but Casting Couch is a series. Casting Couch is pretty good. Yeah, it's not that. Uh, so this is <laughs> this is a baking show, and it's basically uh, non-bakers try to compete against each other, and the winner gets like $10,000. Yeah, it's exactly $10,000. Yeah. So here's the Wait, deal. What about taxes? You know what? You're right. This is the gross, and that you're going to get less than that because the taxes. Right? You're right. Um, but uh, I've seen a lot of people on the show, and they suck. Um, and I feel like I can follow mm-hmm. directions better than these people. I don't bake ever, but I just feel like in my head uh, I could do that. I had to do. I had to bake a cake for the audition, and I did bake a very nice looking cake with nice decorations on it. Now I've not. Hey, you're heard... screwed. You're not going to get picked. Well, that's what I'm worried about. Um, but it wasn't perfect, but I also did it in a short amount of time. I think that is probably part of the problem. I think I maybe was too good at it. Uh, but usually they kind of have somebody that one person that's a little better and two people that are clearly worse usually. Uh, but maybe I should have made it shitty so that they, Yeah, I mean, you could get, what you really got to do is like, you got to bring content to the table. Did you drop a knife on your foot? Did you, um, burn your hand? Did you talk about how your fiance um, needs you to win this or else she's leaving you? No, I, I didn't. There wasn't enough drama. I did have a picture of Jeff Goldblum in the background. It, That's good. That's part good. of it, I just wore the apron with no shirt underneath. Uh, I was trying to think of other <laughs> okay. things. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, I was going to say, you should have brought the poster of uh, B-Phrase out just yeah. in the background. So they could have <laughs> been like on the show, like, what's that about? Yeah. Yeah, no. So, but I, I don't know if I'm going to hear back from them. You know, it's very likely not because I don't know how many people. But what show would you guys audition for if you were going to audition for a show? Uh, I mean, like boy. Survivor. I'd want to be on Survivor, but I, I know it's so staged. Yes. Like, you, I know, like, I'm not going to go in there and actually survive and win the Survivor game. So I wouldn't do that one. But you like the Same concept of like, that. Yeah. I guess I you know what I think naked and afraid. There you go. Cuz I would prove my survival skills. Um they'd have to blur my dong and it would be down to my shin bone, which <laughs> would just be the best. I'd be a meme, I'd be famous. Yeah. Um I would have my own reality show after that probably. I'd see that. Yeah. I think I would con my way onto chopped. So I was oh. making the meals. Oh my god! Oh, you're a, like find a, a way on. Yeah. No, 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 no. I would be a contestant. Oh, okay. and um, did want me to make something stupid with some rare mushroom yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And in my back pocket, I would just keep a pack of ramen and throw some oh. hot sauce on it. Oh. And then when they judge it, I would just <laughs> flip them all off for being so critical <laughs> of all these nice meals out there. Yeah. So what have yeah, you guys like, ever cooked? This is they're like this is fantastic, but the meat is slightly overcooked. It's like bitch, fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? overcooked. I know. <laughs> yeah. 
So, Pat, your thing would basically be to troll the chopped judges. I do like the show, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, sometimes they're like attitude and stuff. Like, oh, I didn't quite like the presentation. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I you know? know. It tasted good. I know. I know. And that's that's the thing. That's what's so funny about it is how much judgment they put into like creativity and <laughs> it's like there's like the chopped kids edition. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. Just have some funny memories. Yeah. Well, I do like the idea of scamming your, yeah, like, <laughs> you basically just give them a bunch of, like, fake pictures and fake videos and, you know, give them a fake resume for why you should be on the show. You show up and you're just Yeah, like, anything. I just, you know, Photoshop my face onto, like, an actual chef. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ooh, it. Yeah, gotcha. that'd be great. I would like to see that. Just one person just, they probably, like, wouldn't even air the episode because they'd be so pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> It's fantastic. Well, that's great, guys. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate us on wherever you can rate us, uh, wherever you listen to the podcast, and tell a friend. All those things. Episodes every Thursday. This one's coming out Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, uh, everybody. And sad Thanksgiving. Or sad Thanksgiving, whatever you prefer. And I was just going to say happy Thanksgiving, Steve, but you had to go in and go dark again. Well, two happies, one sad from us. As a group. so Enjoy your green bean casserole. Enjoy your green bean casserole. It's the best. Uh, the show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.